no longer a foreigner. This article is written by Father Bob Brennan, Korea. Columban Father Robert Bob Brennan was recently awarded an honorary Korean citizenship by the Korean government in recognition of his services to the people of Korea. The following article is an English translation of his speech in response to receiving the award. Let me first express my deepest thanks to the Korean government for the honour being bestowed on me today. Fifty-four years ago, on September the 15th, 1966, a 24-year-old named Robert John Brennan arrived in this land from New Zealand. The oldest of a family of five children with a bright future before him when he announced he was going as a missionary to the forlorn country of Korea, his mother's response was, you know they eat rats in Korea. Arriving at Kimpo Airport at that time, the entrance gate to Korea, I was met and taken to the Columban headquarters, which happened to be at the terminus of the tram line. For two years, I took the tram daily to language school. The fare was two won each way, and the trip took 30 minutes. To do the same trip by subway today will cost you 1,250 won and take 45 minutes. They call it progress. On completion of language studies in 1968, I was sent to the brand new diocese of Wanzhou, the southern half of the old northern diocese of Chanchong. The new bishop of the new diocese was Tanyo Ji, who was ordained bishop on the same day I was ordained priest. I was duly sent to the isolated mountain parish of Jongsong, where I stayed for the next turbulent 11 years. And during that time, our bishop was arrested, tried and sentenced to 15 years in prison by the military dictatorship on the charge of being pro-communist. The bishop was, in fact, North Korean by birth, but anti-military dictatorship by conviction. Johnson was at that time one of the poorest counties in the country. Many of the people were in debt at high rates of interest because of one financial emergency or another. I had heard of the credit union movement, which had recently been introduced to Korea by a Mary Noel nun. Together, the parishioners, 500 of them, and I, did some research, and one day in 1973, 30 people contributed 10 cents each, and with a paid-up capital of $3, the Jongsong Credit Union was born. Today, it is worth more than $70 million, and Jongsong is a very comfortable little town. In between times, thanks to the generosity of many donors, we were able to replace the old American 8th Army Quonset Hut, which had been our church building, with a much more suitable and comfortable church, which survives as the parish church to this day. And finally, in 1979, the time had come to leave. The parish was, by then, financially self-supporting, and so able to support a Korean diocesan priest who replaced me. It is said in the old days when the king appointed the county's chiefs, a man appointed to John Son wept going in and wept again on leaving. I borrowed a jeep to move my belongings out, 
but I was not far up the road before I had to stop. I could not see ahead because of my tears. I left a large part of my heart in John's song, and even today, 40 years later, I still get a great welcome whenever I go back. My next appointment was to Mok Dong, a parish on the margins of the city of Seoul, whose population had grown from 3 million when I arrived in 1966 to 12 million in 1980. The parish population consisted mostly of squatters who had been evicted from other areas being redeveloped or who had come up from the countryside in the hopes of making their fortune in the big city. The community's misfortune was to find itself too close to Kimpo Airport. Korea had been awarded the 88 Olympics and one of the first things visitors would see on arrival would be this disgusting slum. It had to go. All the money this country had was going into Olympic facilities. There was none left over for dispossessed slum dwellers. Our parish church became the centre of the fight for housing rights. In the end, we lost the battle, but the war has gone on with my continued involvement. After a six-year term as first rector of our initial formation program for Korean Columban seminarians, I have since 1992 continued my work in the area of housing rights. Appointed to Sam Yang Dong in northern Seoul by Cardinal Stephen Kim, I have, in the last 28 years, been evicted six times and am waiting for the bulldozer to arrive at my current dwelling, number seven. After two terms as pastor of the Sam Yang Dong Mission Parish, for the last 15 years I have been CEO of the Sam Yang Citizens Network Incorporated. To date we have set up a rehabilitation centre, housing welfare centre, women domestic workers co-op, small business social welfare program, micro credit bank and lately are actively participating in the new community renewal program which has replaced the old evict, knock and rebuild model of redevelopment. So perhaps that seventh bulldozer will not arrive after all. Overall, I've been attempting to portray a church whose basic mission is to oppose falsehood and corruption, hatred and division, privilege and elitism, discrimination and disinterest, greed and pride, replacing them with truth and justice, love and peace, unity and equality, sharing and humility, thereby planting and building God's kingdom on earth. This year, by Korean reckoning, I celebrate my 80th birthday. Of those 80 years, I have had the privilege to spend 54 in Korea, and now finally, I am no longer a foreigner, but can proudly call myself Korean. Thank you. Father Bob Brennan has been a missionary in Korea since 1966.